previously on the Jenny McCarthy Show. Okay, Idaho woman says she cr- <laughs> she crashed because she saw a Sasquatch. Oh God, the fucking Sasquatches! I mean, huh? the fact that there's shows looking for Sasquatch is Ooh. anybody. Don't make fun of my fucking accents. <laughs> okay. Sasquatch. Who? Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Shit. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> He's eight feet tall, but never been to the mall. Sasquatch! He hangs out in the trees, doesn't carry his keys. Sasquatch! He remains a mystery, a life of secrecy, but he's no Nathan and Jenny. Sasquatch! Oh, God, shoot me on the taco. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It gets the people going. Welcome back to the Jenny McCarthy Show on Sirius XM Stars. Oh, my gosh, David. You're going to kill me with that rainbow bright music. No. Some people, Tuesday is like Monday the sequel, and they're just like, they're struggling to get it going. How about do a song that they can sing along to and not, like, get nauseous with? I can sing along to this. <laughs> Please, make me a music video. A David music video. You know what? I'll play it during your whole marathon on repeat. I'll pay <laughs> someone to run alongside of you with a boombox through your whole marathon. Talk about pooping Skittles. All right. <laughs> what? Are, are we ready? What? We're having technical difficulties on the Jenny McCarthy show? Never. <laughs> Is it technical, though? <laughs> <laughs> that never happens on our show. The uh, the next guest called in and got abruptly disconnected by accident. By Michelle hanging up on him? Yes. <laughs> my everybody. I, I didn't want to assign blame and create tension in the office. But... I mean, sometimes I really think that the show's... Sometimes I think our show is held together by scotch tape. Sometimes I don't think our show is held together. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at least we're not trying to fucking fake it. Uh, No, you're absolutely right about that. Um, I love that I threw you under the bus yesterday with... uh... I know! (laughs) Billy Porter. By the way, I have this question. Uh, (laughs) My producer wrote it. No, I started off the question. He goes, oh, no. And I was like, oh, I'm not taking the hit from this one. Well, my producer wrote this one. <laughs> but I decided to ask it. <laughs> hey, you know what? At least he got to clarify. But I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm scared. No, I'm not really scared. He was a really cool guy. What's his name so we can give him credit? Uh, Billy Porter. Billy Porter. That's right. Did you see the video of him on the Hollywood Reporter in, the, in that roundtable that I had sent you? Did you no, watch it? No, no. It's so good. It's uh. So he is asked a question and he starts talking and then they shoot to Richard Madden who played Rob Stark in Game of Thrones and he's in Rocket Man and like his face goes stone cold and but then seconds later he's laughing. So that's where I think uh, Richard Madden. Uh-uh. So. Um, that's why I think that Billy pointed out, like, editing might have something to do with some misconceptions Ah. about this piece. 
So that website cut it together like a reality show would. That's the way that it seems. Yeah. I don't know if the Hollywood Reporter uh, responded or came back with anything. It's amazing how much they get away with it. It's amazing how much they get away with, like, the bullshit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just throw a question mark at the end of it. I'm shocked how much play that Radar Online has gotten because of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Well, because Lisa Vanderpump's in bed with Radar Online. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's been friends with them or somebody. Some, You know, Radar Online, I've, when I lived in L.A., so many of my friends said that they were approached by Radar Online. I'm like, oh, what do they do? Go to every celebrity circle and, like, try to infiltrate? I'm like, I'm a nobody. Why the hell do they even care? So I did the test, which was tell certain people um, a different lie. Kind of like um, what's-his-name did? Tyrion. Yeah, to that uh, he ended up smoking out the the, the maester. Exactly. So I told everyone a different lie, and the one that came out was that I might um, be pregnant. And boom, she was fired. Um, I know. You ready? Do we actually have him? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Mark (laughs) Menolacino. Dr. Mark, are you actually there? I am. I'm so... So sorry. My producer hung up on you on accident. She's got little chubby fingers. No problem. And yeah, it happens. Um, but let's promote your book, The Heart Solution for Women, a proven program to prevent and reverse heart disease. Um, okay, so l- let's dive in because you know I've been hearing more and more that heart disease is actually hitting women harder than men. Is this something we've always known or is it new? Well, Jenny... Men and women are just plain different. And in medicine, we've treated everybody the same. And we've done all the studies on men, so we just think men are the same as women when it comes to heart health. And they're not. Mm. If you and I go to dinner and get chest pain and go to the emergency room, I'll probably get admitted for a full workup. You'll get sent home with anxiety medicine or Harper medicine. It's just what happens. We just don't understand and take seriously heart disease in women. We We can just do a better job. And, and are the symptoms of heart disease different in women versus men? Absolutely. The classic is the elephant standing on the chest that you hear men talk about. Or in movies, do you ever see a woman have a heart attack in a movie? No, it's always men. Yeah. And for women, it can show up as dizziness, palpitations, anxiety, digestive issues, nausea, stomach pain. It just shows up differently, and that's why it gets missed so much. I know Rosie O'Donnell came out uh, when she had a heart issue. I'm not sure if it was heart disease or what, but she had been feeling lethargic, like she had the flu, like never thought it was, you know, she was going to have a heart attack. You know, tying it to sexual health, one of the first things when a man comes to see me about erectile dysfunction is I'm worried that his heart isn't working optimally. So a lot Mm. of times when women just feel off, they're just told by their doctor, well, you're just getting older or just live with it. But a lot of times it can be the heart not working optimally, and it just gives them that fatigue, that, this digestive issues. They just feel off, and there's no, there's no one looking deeper at what's so unique about that person. So speaking of sex, do, do women's low libido have anything to do with heart health? We absolutely think it doesn't. For me, Jenny, women are this beautiful symphony. Their thyroid, their adrenal, their hormone, their gut, they all work in symphony in concert. And when one is off, you get kind of a robbing Peter to pay Paul effect. And for women in the pre-menopause, perimenopause time, or menopause, you get this robbing Peter to pay Paul. You'll steal some of your 
um, adrenal hormones to feed the female hormones and vice versa. So there's chaos in the symphony. There's disharmony, and women just don't feel good. Okay, so um, how do, what can people do to start now to whether prevent it or reverse it? Well, the first is to get checked the right way. The blood tests that we're doing for women are the same ones that your grandmother got in 1970. So we can do a better job. There's particle sizes that you have to look at. There's inflammatory markers. It's the new generation of blood testing that's come out. It's not very expensive, and it's available anywhere. Most doctors just don't even know about it. But we can find the canaries in the coal mine. Those people, we've all had friends that they go to yoga, they eat super clean, they're lean, they exercise, and they drop dead of a heart attack, and everybody asks why. And their cholesterol is normal because cholesterol has very little to do with it. It's more about inflammation. Right. I know. I just went for, because I've got like heart murmurs and stuff, and I went for um, some type of, I don't know if it was an MRI or some type of thing. And it was a machine, though, the doctor said, oh, looks great. You won't have a heart attack for at least five years. <laughs> Am I supposed well, to believe it? Really reassuring because you have this valve issue. You're concerned about your heart, and again, we can do the test to tell you whether you're the canary in the coal mine, and we need to jump on this right away, or you're someone that we don't need to worry about for heart disease. The testing is available. Most doctors just don't take advantage of it. Therefore, women just don't know that it's available. Right. Let me plug the book again. The Heart Solution for Women, a proven program to prevent and reverse heart disease. Is stress, um, I would imagine cortisol levels, take a beating on your heart? You know, we all have this mystery illness called adrenal fatigue. We're all in fight or flight so much, and our adrenaline and our cortisol just get beat up. That's that classic waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning wide awake. That's your cortisol last night. Yeah, that happens. And again, uh, you start this robbing Peter to pay Paul and the hormones and your body's still a cave woman. I'm sorry to tell you, it has to run from the saber tooth tiger every day. So if it's having trouble doing that, there's no way it can have the hormones available for joy, for intimacy, for good libido and for healthy sexual satisfaction. That's fascinating. So you're you would be big on vitamins, minerals, healthy eating, all of that. Well, I think food should be your medicine, kitchen should be your pharmacy, lifestyle your doctor. When you do take supplements, and some of us do benefit from supplemental nutrition from our food, you have to take super high-quality ones. And there just is a lot of junk that's out there. There's a lot of gimmicks on the Internet. Find someone like me that knows nutrition. And, you know, Jenny, there's very few doctors that know nutrition. We get about 20 minutes of education in med school. I know. It's such bullshit. I'm sorry. Preventative medicine is, it's it's so sad that you're, how long did you say you learned about it? I'm one of the unique ones that started in the beginning when Dean Ornish came to Omaha when I was in high school and said, I'm going to not do heart bypasses. I'm going to teach them how to eat, exercise, and deal with stress, and I bet they do better. And guess what? They have. They've done better than people that had their chest cracked open and their plumbing redone. So lifestyle medicine can trump traditional medicine. Now, as as we're getting older, into the 40s and 50s, people are getting into HGH, testosterone shots, testosterone pellets, um, progesterone cream. Does all of this help? Oh, absolutely. I've been certified in bioidentical hormones for 25 years. I've seen it all. And most people benefit from their levels at an optimal. So you don't need your hormones that of a 20-year-old. But they do, you do feel better and you are stronger and your life feels more vital when your hormones are balanced. So it's more about the balance and the support of your hormone systems than it is taking all of these drugs. 
So I, I don't use growth hormone in my practice. A lot of times if we get everything else right in that symphony, you don't need to use the growth hormone. Women that have low testosterone just don't feel well. High testosterone is bad also. But you have to work with someone who really understands hormones. And I think the bioidentical just makes the most sense. Lower doses for the shortest amount of time for the most benefit. I agree. What about HGH? I remember when it first came on the scene, it was huge with athletes, and then it got into yeah. celebrities. And, and then there was, you know, talk about that it could cause cancer. Where are we at in terms of that? I think it's still a little bit of a wild, wild west. Uh, growth hormone is used off-label. It's te- techni- technically only to be used for children with dwarfism. But uh, there's, and there's a lot of things on the Internet that claim to raise your HGH levels. None have ever really been proven to do so. So don't get caught in that trap. I personally just have made a decision not to use it in my practice because then it lets us focus on stress management, nutrition, gut health, thyroid health, adrenal health, hormone health. And a lot of times you get the benefits without the cost, expense, and danger. Mm. There is a theoretical risk that if you have cancer and you take growth hormone, you're just putting fuel on the fire. Yikes. And you know, like you said, it's still the wild, wild west. We don't know enough yet. Yes. About it. And the, the, key, the key is to, for me to get to know you. Let, find a physician who will dive in and develop a personalized precision plan looking at root causes of it problems, not just a pill for the ill or trying to patch it. If you're not feeling well, there's a reason. We just have to dig deep and find why. Dr. Mark, we need more doctors like you. We really do. As fast as we can. And there's an army of health coaches that's coming too, which are really exciting. Individualized medicine. I love it. Dr. Mark Menelicino, you guys, the book is called The Heart Solution for Women, a proven program to prevent and reverse heart disease. It's available right now. Thank you so much and keep up the amazing work, Dr. Mark. Thank you, Jenny. Have a great, healthy day. Thank you. We'll be right back, guys. We're going to lose listeners with this stupid music.